one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brittle. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. What's up, guys? In this episode of the Biohacking Secret Show, I sit down with Ali Posty, who is the Finnish author of Supermarket Survival and an expert in superfoods and natural wellness. We're living in a world today where more and more diseases are being named every single month. And many of these diseases are simply a label we are putting on a collection of symptoms. We don't know the etiology, the cause of the disease, and Perhaps even scarier, we don't know exactly how to treat it. In 2002, Ali started losing control of his hands. He was having difficulty playing music and tennis. And after seeing a few different doctors, he was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis or MS. But his approach was radically different than the way many people who have been diagnosed with an incurable disease may respond to this type of situation. Rather than learning as much as he could about multiple sclerosis, to which he was finding there is no cure, he started instead focusing on health. And what are some of the things that he could do in his life? What are some of the changes that he could make to the way that he cultivates positive emotions, social relationships, the superfoods that he puts in his body, the supplements that he takes? What are the things? that he has control over that promote not chronic disease, but rather chronic health. And he shares a lot of those in this episode. I think it's one that you guys are going to really, really enjoy. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show with Ali Posty. Ali Posty, welcome to the Biohacking Secrets Show. Yeah, it's wonderful to be here. Awesome, man. Take us back. You've got an amazing story. Take us back to the spring of 2002. Where were you and what was going on in your life at that time? Yeah, I remember I was basically, I was playing tennis with my little brother. It was going quite well until it wasn't. And I couldn't really control my hands that well. And I also noticed the same with, for example, playing guitar. I just didn't have the motor skills anymore. So then the diagnosis was the MS, multiple sclerosis. And then, yeah, after that, of course, there wasn't much hope. And back then, there wasn't that much stuff in the internet either. And there weren't any books in my local library telling me how to heal MS. So I didn't think I had any hope. So I basically just went traveling and doing fun things like that until it wasn't fun to do anything because, like, you're so fatigued all the time so you can't really do it enjoy pretty much anything anymore so then i <laughs> really started digging into the subject yeah so for people who who aren't familiar with ms what's uh, a cursory overview what are some of the symptoms aside from like you know um degenerative motor skills and fatigue what other things were showing up in your life and what based on the current medical understanding what do we believe is the the cause of of ms yeah i have to say that i don't know that much about ms nowadays because i digged into the ms topic and i found out that it's impossible to cure so i was like okay enough of this uh, let me find out about health as, as i'm sure many people nowadays take that kind of approach because i think the the naturopathic idea is that and the alternative idea is that 
uh, we people don't actually know that much about, for example, chronic diseases nor chronic health. Uh, the body knows much better. And we know a thing or two about how to support the body in what it does naturally, what it's kind of created to do and what it cannot do when we do things <laughs> very wrong in our lives and in our diets and so on. So after that, uh, like nowadays when people ask me about uh, different MS medications, I'm like, I, I have no idea. Like I haven't looked into that in like 15 <laughs> years pretty much. So <laughs> that's yeah. beautiful. So you kind of, you, you had a moment where you did a little bit of research. You saw that it's based hopeless. on... That, that like there, there's, no, there's no cure. There's no cure. So why bother? Right, right, exactly. And you guys may hear our bird Tula in the background. She gets excited by uh, <laughs> some of the podcast conversations that we have. Um, our stories are our stories are more similar than than we may have even realized going into this because uh, when I first was you know trying to figure out what was going on with me back in. 2011. Um, and then I received a Lyme disease diagnosis. I started digging into, you know, the different forums online. I was watching documentaries at the time. What do we got there? Uh, this is a rhodiola from the Northern Lapland or something oh, like that nice. with uh, Finnish raw honey. So it's pretty nice. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I take, um, a product by Gaia called adrenal health. That's got a number of adaptogens, rhodiola, ashwagandha, shizandra. Oh, there we go. You got Gaia liver cleanse. Yeah. Gaia, Gaia is one of the best. So. They're amazing. They're amazing. Um, and yeah, so I had a similar experience. I watched a documentary called under our skin that was, that left me feeling hopeless about the yeah. situation. And 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 then I realized that immersing myself in these conversations online of, of people who mm. were depressed and just just uh, manifesting more helplessness, um, it wasn't going to get me where I wanted to go. And on top of that, it it wasn't giving me feelings that I valued in my life. And I made a big switch, much like you did. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to be. I'm not going to focus on this this position that I'm in right now, which is one of, it was an adversarial position with my, my own body. I'm like, there's an enemy inside me that I'm trying to kill, you know, this bacteria. And that's what needs to happen for me to get better. And much like you, I made a shift to, all right, let's focus on what are the things that, that people are doing to experience radiant health and, yeah. you know, and, and to experience a transformation uh, when they've been diagnosed with conditions where maybe other people said that they couldn't. Do you remember the moment that you cut out, cut out a lot of the negativity and shifted your attention towards health rather than disease? I don't remember exact moment, but I remember being in Northern Thailand or something like maybe early 2004 or something. And just when I would see a person who was just totally radiantly healthy, I would just go up to them, gather my courage and go up to them and ask, just ask. And they would tell me about things, things that I'd never heard of from anyone. What, like for what, example, what did you ask them? Like, what's your secret? And, and okay. they would maybe laugh. And, and then they'd be like, yeah, I, I do yoga. I do microbiotic diet or whatever, whatever it was. And then I always would follow those trails. I would look into those and I would find something. And then through that, I would find something else. So it just, I just took it from there. Nice. And do you recall some of the changes that you started making with your nutrition, with the integration of superfoods, biohacking? 
where you started experiencing changes in your psychology, your physiology, your emotional health? What were some of the things where you were like, all right, this is working? Yeah. Um, I was mostly studying stuff from Joseph Merkola back in 2004. Oh, shout so, out to Dr. Merkola. He's been on the podcast. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a, a brilliant man. Yeah, amazing. So, and through him, I actually found uh, uh, Mike Adams, whose page back then was uh, newstarget.com. He's more political nowadays, but back then Mike, he's... Mike Adams from uh, Natural News, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, so his stuff was really good back then. Nowadays, he doesn't talk so much about health and nutrition, although sometimes he does, and it's still good stuff. But yeah, th those two guys really helped me on. And uh, I think around 2005, let's say, let's uh, two, at the end of 2005, and December, I, I still remember, I was sitting actually in my, in my father's, somewhere in, in his place, and I... I felt in my body that now this is actually going in a better direction. And I, I think I started crying or something, or it was, it was such a <laughs> nice feeling after many, many years of complete hopelessness. Uh, at that point, I had already, uh, I was kind of on the basic program. I mean, um, not eating so much white sugar, not so much white flour, not so much ultra-processed milk products, not so many uh, ultra-processed uh, industrial seed oils, basically, mm -hmm. those kinds of things, and, and not so many uh, additives, synthetic additives. And also, there were things that I was trying to do more of, uh, omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin D, of course, phytonutrients, true colors, uh, just higher quality foods, those kinds of things. Nothing too special, but basic, basic things like that. And then I had ordered some diverse superfoods, although I didn't know that word back then. Uh, really high quality chlorella and spirulina. And I was doing those every day, like I think three to five grams of chlorella and maybe six to 10 grams of spirulina. Those were both really high quality. And then I also found some pretty good quality bee pollen. So those three, and mm. then just like better, better foods. And those were enough to get me to a point where uh, I didn't have any asthma symptoms anymore. I used to have a, a pretty bad asthma uh, since I was 10 years old. And I was never able to uh, be more than one or two days without uh, the chronic asthma medication. So, so that really helped, helped me a lot. But yeah. And then a year from that, like in the late 2006, I was like, okay, now, now this is like, I, I want this. So now, now I can start living again. But it took many years of studying everything I could find. So like uh, you read something and then you try it and you maybe loan more money from somewhere or try to do some kind of work and just get some money from somewhere and then try to apply, try to order that product or just buy that better quality food or something and, and then implement it into your lifestyle. So it was many years of that. So then, yeah, so, so like if, if, I had, if I had already uh, known everything I, for example, know now, it would have been maybe just a month or two to get, right. get me in a better, better condition. But it took many years because it, it was a learning curve. And there was nothing to really, like I, I had to uh, kind of create and find and implement it all. Like I, I just didn't, I didn't have to have the biohacking secret show back then or anything like that, that I could just like, okay, yeah, there's, there's some stuff here. I just had to, like, it, it took a long time to find those different pieces back then.
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a lot of uh, intelligent experimentation, kind of piggybacking on the work of people like Dr. Joseph Mercola and Mike Adams, ironically, both of which have had their, their websites uh, suppressed by, by certain, uh, certain search <laughs> engines and, uh, and, and powers that be, perhaps in part because they provide solutions that allow people to go an alternative route and not necessarily rely so much on uh, you know, medicalization and uh, invasive surgeries and things like that. So, um, it's, it sounds like a lot of your journey, at least at the beginning, was nutrition-based and looking, looking to, you mentioned chlorella and spirulina, bee pollen, reducing sugar, processed foods, some of these things that we know to be inflammatory, rebalancing yeah. um, your uh, omega-3 to omega-6 ratio, you know, reducing some of those in inflammatory uh, vegetable oils um, and industrial seed oils, and then kind of getting more of the... Uh, plant-based and, and animal-based omega-3s in you. Were there other areas that, that you looked? Did you do anything with, um, I know you're, you're you know, representing Finland. Did you do anything with sauna or uh, different types of uh, exercise, stress management, things like that? Uh, not really, not knowingly. There was one other thing. I was trying out a lot of supplements. I was going to the local health food stores Mm -hmm. And then I would go to the internet and buy the same products for much, much cheaper, <laughs> those mm -hmm. kinds of things. And, but I didn't really found, find much of a benefit back then mm -hmm. because I tried to find the better kind of quality, but it wasn't high enough. Mm -hmm. There were still all these excipients there and things like that. So it took me actually quite a lot of time since then to find out that even the better quality supplements, at, at least for me, are not really good enough. I think actually this guy called Kevin Trudeau, who is a very mm -hmm. controversial guy also, mm -hmm. he said in some interview back, back when uh, that uh, like the science of supplements, if something works and gives you benefit, it's based on research with the, with the pure version. And then the company puts in all kinds of stuff in there and they don't test that actual product. They just, they can say that NAC does this, but our NAC actually doesn't because it's full of crap. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that, that's the part that gets left out. So yeah. nowadays, when I, whenever I use supplements, I have a ton of supplements here and there's like absolutely no excipients anywhere. And it's very expensive. And it's, it's only a handful of companies really in the whole world who mm -hmm. make completely excipient free. And, you're, and when you say excipients, you're talking about additives. Yeah, additives. Things, yeah, mag magnesium stearate, things like that. That maybe, uh, you know, they're they're to prevent clumping or uh, issues with production, but don't necessarily add value or uh, the results that the, the supplement is intended to create. Yeah, and there's of course always an endless debate about like whether, for example, magnesium stearate is it bad or not. Mm -hmm. For me, it's kind of the same as are there synthetic additives in food good or not. I don't know, but they help me recognize bad quality food. Mm -hmm. Because yes. if your food quality is good, then you don't need those additives to promote right. the bad quality. So it's kind of the same with supplements. Uh, with with a long list of excipients, even if they are like high quality excipients, I don't know if those exist, but <laughs> even if they were, still that would tell me something about the, the ambitions of the company, let's say. That's the, interesting. The level of ambition they have. So, you, but, if you look, if but you look still, at it, like for example, 
for example, with magnesium stearate, in theory, it's not bad, but mm-hmm. in, pra- in practice, it's very oxidized, probably. Mm-hmm. So, so the, it's those kinds of things. Like in theory, all these excipients might be good, but in practice, they might be like, for example, very oxidized or something like that. Yeah. Like for example, I, if if I if I take that kind of capsule, open it in, in, my, in my mouth, I will spit it out because it, like, I can taste the rancidity, for example. Mm-hmm. So I that's just that's my mouth telling me that don't don't have this. Yeah, you shared a lot of interesting insights on supplements there in that in that nugget. Where I agree with you on magnesium stearate, where I, I don't think in and of itself, it is dangerous. And like the yeah. dose, the dose does make the poison. There's uh, a niacin supplement that I personally use. We use with a lot of clients, especially when, when we're working on detoxification and improving, uh, cardiovascular health and it's called rugby niacin. And it contains a little bit of magnesium stearate. And if that's the only supplement that they take that contains magnesium stearate, and they're doing things like daily detoxification in the bigger picture, not probably not a big deal, but I do yeah, like, I, where, and, yeah. and some, some products have like more than half of excipients and some have like 5% of max stearate. So yes, different exactly. And what you're saying is like the, the additives, may not be causing an issue, but you see a product that contains a lot of additives as probably being correlated with a lower quality food, you know, where the active ingredients, there probably wasn't the same degree of care put into the active ingredients uh, if yeah, they're throwing okay. a whole bunch of other junk in there. Yeah, and it's the same with food. I, I should be the food expert. I, I know the labels pretty well, but there's mm-hmm. so much that I cannot tell from the label. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have to guess. And for example, a long list of excipients or additives tell me that like you said that there's probably not that not that much care put into it there are so many ways to drop the ball when creating a product that mm-hmm. doesn't go into the label so you kind of have to uh, read between the lines maybe mm-hmm. yeah and, and supplements is it's a, a weird space where there are so many supplements that can be life-changing for people if they're taking the right quality, you know, the right brand, the right quantity, and yeah. they're they're taking people, it at the people right have time. no idea. Like no idea. Person doesn't, yeah. <laughs> right. They, and, they and take they take some multivitamin, they don't notice anything. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So take us through a little bit of your selection criteria. When you pick up a food on on the shelves, what are some of the things that you're looking for? A food or a supplement? Um, how do you how do you gauge if something is going to be health promoting or if it's something that should go back on the shelf? I always want to taste it. And for example, here is a product that looks good. So that's paper. Carl. What is that? Carlson uh, yeah, Tokamin uh, Suprabio. Yeah. So it's not just some synthetic tocopherol. It's it's so pretty much a full. That's a form of vitamin E tocopherols. Yeah, to- tocopherols and tocotrienols. So it's at least pretty much a full spectrum. And it, it look, looks good in every way. But when I taste it, it's rancid and it actually makes me feel kind of nauseous mm-hmm. a little bit. So I wouldn't know uh, without tasting. So now I tasted it. I'm not ordering this this again. Interesting. So those, those are like uh, like soft gels, right? So do you bite into yeah. them and, and actually taste? You bite into oh, them? Always. Always, yeah. like a, any taste? soft gel, I, I always uh, actually bite them through. This is so. This is fascinating. You're doing what we would do in the wild if we were uh, if we were yeah. hunting or gathering, right? You you come across uh, 
you know, a berry or, or some sort of plant, you taste it and, and see how your body responds. And if it's, if it's a positive response, then good to go. And if not, you spit it out. Yeah. And it's funny because when you go out in the nature, if you just randomly bite into something, there's a pretty good chance that it's actually fine to eat. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are risks, but there's a pretty good chance. If you bite into something that you order randomly from iHerb or Amazon, uh, there's almost no chance that it's going to be any good. <laughs> it's ah, it's is, like less than, less than one percent chance. This is real interesting. Carrie on our team was in was in Colombia a couple of weeks ago. So uh, his his brother Grant and I we'd gone to Cuba for for Grant's birthday for a few days, and Carrie uh, had gone to Colombia. and And the last day when he was leaving, he'd ordered some meat, and he took a bite of meat, and he got he bit in and had like a weird crunch. And then said the flavor that came into his mouth wasn't right. And his mind was going, spit it out, spit it out, spit it out. And he didn't. And he swallowed it. And he spent the whole flight home. He was thrown up four times. He's in the middle seat. He's like, I've never used those little airplane bags. He goes, and I was filling them up one after another because I didn't listen to my body's visceral reaction when I bit in and, and experienced yeah. that flavor. This is really fascinating that you've applied that to supplements. Yeah, I mean, that's the basic instinct that we all should have and our ancestors probably have had because we're still here so nowadays we have this weird twisted worldview that there is always this big brother who is doing all the thinking for us doing all the testing for us and like almost all the normal people for example here in finland the, the basic argument is always like okay like the stuff is very interesting but uh i cannot really believe in what you're saying because I cannot believe that anything that's bad for us could could be allowed to be sold to us, for example, in the stores. Mm-hmm. And people believe that there is this big brother who is always looking after us and they don't have any other agenda. So, mm-hmm. so that's kind of funny. I don't, I, when I got into the situation where the system could not help me, they, they just couldn't offer me any hope, then I was like, okay, from now on in this life, I'm on my own. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I'm not on my own because uh, let's say out of every 20 or 10 people that I meet, one might be the kind of person that I can like totally trust. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so nowadays, nowadays, I'm not alone in this world anymore, but I'm always pre- prepared to, to kind of be like that. I don't take it by faith that if somebody says something, then it's always going to be good for me or it's always going to be true or anything. I'm not naive like that anymore. But the basic consumer, the normal consumer is like uh, incredibly naive in the way they approach their, their shopping. Well, I, I think that there is a certain level of naivety to it. There's also when we have so much going on in, in our modern lives, so much responsibility that's placed upon us. And, and I don't think we even recognize how much this, this constant state of connectivity with social media and our phones and the internet has us feeling like we, we need to always be responding to the demands of, uh, of other people and, you know, get to inbox zero and respond to your Instagram messages and oh, make sure, you know, if, 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 200 people have wished you happy birthday. You have to now go individually thank each of them on your birthday. And you're like, I just want to chill out and enjoy my birthday. Right. Um, but part of what you, what you expressed there that I resonate with a lot too, was this shift where I realized I went, I went to 12 doctors 
trying to figure out what was going on with, you know, when I was fatigued and, and felt like my body was breaking down in 2011. And after the 12th one, I had the same moment that you had, which was, this is on me. My health yes. is, is my responsibility. And I realized that I was outsourcing it. I wasn't taking control of my health. I wasn't following my intuition. I wasn't releasing suppressed emotions from my past that were certainly playing a role and manifesting themselves physically. I wasn't consciously increasing my positive emotions. I wasn't embracing social support with other like-minded people. I wasn't deepening my spiritual connection. And, and I didn't really have a strong reason for living. These are all things that matter Ooh, wow. immensely. Right. Yeah, and, that's, that's and, yeah. and, and, and it's like, when we get to that point, that's very frustrating. I'm, and, and I'm sure you felt that, that frustration where you're like, I can't, yeah. the, the system isn't going to do it. There's something yeah. beautiful that happens where we take responsibility and step into our power. And it sounds like that yeah. was, that was the turning point for you. Yeah, absolutely. And then even after that, there were like so many moments where I felt like, like the system doesn't even allow me to even try to heal myself. Like, for example, I would order some really good, like, uh, superfood powder product from the internet. And then it would have, like, 75 milligrams of vitamin C per serving. And then I would get a letter from the customs telling that you've broken the law here because back then the RDA or the allowed amount for vitamin C in Finland was, like, 60 milligrams. So I was a criminal. And, uh, Wait, and they, then, they limit how much vitamin C you can consume? Nowadays they don't. Then they used okay. to. So mm -hmm. then it's always changing a bit. And, uh, they so must not be those familiar with moments. the work of uh, orthomolecular nutrition and Linus Pauling. <laughs> <Nobel Uh, prizes. laughs> yeah, but I mean, those kinds of moments happened. And it was... I. I felt like I'm just going to be depressed and give up hope. I, I had had those moments, but then uh, pretty much immediately I had like this voice like in, in my head telling me that only are you sure that you have done everything that you could do? Because there's, there's like, there's one more thing now that you cannot help, but is there something that you could do better? And I was like, yeah, there's probably a million things that I could do better that I haven't really paid attention to yet. So it was always like that. And, and that, that was, a, that was like, even just, just that mindset was getting uh, a hang of that mindset was more than worth the price of, for example, having <laughs> that diagnosis, I think. Mm -hmm. This episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show is brought to you by Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products, CBD standing for cannabidiol. Now, we are real excited about this partnership because Veritas means truth in Latin, and we are big believers in bringing you guys the truth, not just through this podcast, but by making sure that any products that we share or that we bring on as sponsors are products that we personally use, believe in, and endorse ourselves. And that is the case with Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products. The reason that they're so great, they are full spectrum hemp products, meaning that they have all of the beneficial phytonutrients that you get in a quality CBD product. 99% of the CBD products on the market are CBD isolate, and they're just being resold, meaning they're coming from a few small manufacturers. They've only got one tiny part of all of the important phytonutrients that you need to get the benefits you want from a CBD product, and they're just a bunch of different companies 
reselling them. Veritas Farms is vertically integrated, meaning they own the farm. They ensure that there are no pesticides being added. It's organic, and then they control the entire process from harvesting to extraction until that product ends up at your door. That's what I love it. It's kind of like farm to table, but for CBD. And the benefits that I've noticed, my sleep is better. I feel like I get a deeper, more restful night's sleep. I'm less stressed. I never have periods of anxiety. I feel calm and focused throughout the day. And it even decreases inflammation when I have flights or other things where inflammation is an inevitable part of life. You take a little extra CBD and it can be very helpful for stress, anxiety, sleep, and that inflammation. So if you guys want to check it out, we've arranged a 15% discount for you guys. To get that, you can go to theveritasfarms.com forward slash biohacks. I'll spell it out. T-H-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S-F-A-R-M-S.com forward slash B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S to save 15%. Check out the Veritas Farms CBD. You guys are going to absolutely love it. I, I truly believe that like these, these moments of pain that, you know, anyone that's anyone that's listening that maybe has gone through this type of experience or is going through this type of experience where they're looking for answers. I, I, I have an unwavering belief that these things only come to the people that can handle them. And part of, part of our uh, responsibility, part of the reason that they have come to us is so that we can have an impact. Maybe, Similar to Dr. Joseph Mercola or Mike Adams, you know, for you, you may be going or you, you may have gone through this so that you could shorten the journey for other people. And because there are millions and millions of other folks who, if it happened to them, they wouldn't have asked different questions. They wouldn't have uh, taken the responsibility. You know, they may have had a different response. And, and, and I think that it, it's a testament to your character and your story is, is, is evolving and, and you're already having a ripple effect on, on so many other people through, you know, through your, your, your book, Supermarket Secrets or Supermarket Survival, I'm sorry, um, and, and the work you're doing with uh, Pudistamo and some of these other superfood brands. So we appreciate that. Man. Thank you. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, starting 2007, I was reading a lot of Steve Pavlina's personal development blog. Ah, I read Steve Pavlina too, man. This is hilarious. Yeah. We're different parts of the world, like being influenced by some of the same people now having a conversation about it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he wrote in one of his articles that he really loves the ripple effect that he's creating and seeing in the world from his work. So ever since then, probably even before that, I was like, I want the same thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it is such a great feeling. You don't know, you cannot see all those ripples, but mm -hmm. in some part, part of you feels it. And then you're kind of like, the more good karma that you've created through those ripple effects, like direct, you, you can directly help people, but you can also create those indirect ripple effects that can be much, much bigger. Mm -hmm. you, you just feel that every day and you're like, so inspired to live because you know that this world is so much better because of you. Mm -hmm. and, it, and then you go to the local grocery store and like, okay, like this, this thing here wouldn't have existed without me. And, and you're all, that's just, that's just great because it's just win for, for everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's important too, because like we'll, we'll probably mention multiple sclerosis and, Lime in in the title of this episode because some people yeah. are still in a place where they identify with that, and yeah. what I want to communicate is that these these things are they are uh, diseases that are basically given their name because they are a collection of symptoms. But that's yeah. it, right? Well and said. 
And, Nobody and, even knows like the, the actual mechanism of the disease. So Right. And and really like where we experience positive and negative changes in, in our life is when we start to identify with when our ident- identity shifts. Right. So if you, if someone tells you because of a few symptoms that you have multiple sclerosis, or someone tells you because of a few symptoms, or maybe even because of a test and the presence of a bacteria, that you have Lyme disease, and there's an immense connection between those two uh, diagnoses, and then you start identifying with that, it's going to take you down a very different path than if you say, all right, I was given that this, this name, this label was placed upon me because of a collection of symptoms but I can make those symptoms disappear, right? You then haven't taken on the identity and it allows you a very different trajectory than if you were to say, I have Lyme disease, I have multiple sclerosis, right? So anyone listening, like make sure that this has not become a part of your identity. And if it has, that can change in a moment. It's your decision. Yeah, exactly. I think Ken Wilber is probably, you're probably familiar with him also. No. Can, can, tell can tell me about it. Ken. <laughs> yeah, some people say that he's like the wisest philosopher or so, whatever. He's a modern philosopher still alive. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has this, and, and some other people also have this integral theory where consciousness develops uh, through certain steps usually. And then when you're at the integral level, you start being able to look at this whatever thing from different angles at the same time. And then even above that a little bit you start seeing that every every word even or every concept that we have it's it's just a map it's not the territory so i think a diagnosis is like that people who aren't like in the super high levels in their consciousness or in their way of thinking they're like okay i have this uh, disease and it's it's like a death sentence they kind of you give them a map and they're like this is the truth and then they run into a wall because the wall wasn't in the map because mm-hmm. in reality, there are so many more nuances than you can ever put in any sort of map. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I think that's the way I see these diagnoses nowadays. Let's say yeah. that if to, if tomorrow I felt some kind of uh, MS symptom, I wouldn't be like like it's a binary. Like I didn't have MS and now I have. It wouldn't be like that. It's mm-hmm. just something that we know so little about, and it's just some small nuance. And I can make it better for the day after tomorrow or something mm-hmm. like that. And I think that whenever you, you're in a very bad place, uh, the moment of victory is not when you're completely out of the hole. Uh, the, the moment of victory is when you, when you can make some, when you can even <laughs> uh, noticeably uh, slow down the rate of your descent to the bottom, mm-hmm. let alone when you actually start climbing up. So I remember that moment, like, like I said, uh, 2015, late 2015, I felt like now this is actually going to a bit better direction. So then from extrapolating from that, I'm like, okay, if I just keep this same trajectory, then I will be in much better condition maybe a year from now. And it didn't really stop there. I, I was never like, okay, now I'm completely healed. I was like, uh, I want to be better at tennis and music and everything than I was ever before. And then pretty soon I was like 2007. I was winning the kinds of tennis competitions that I had never won before the diagnosis. Like, for example, I found I won the uh, B-class uh, national championships oh, in, wow. in tennis that, that I had 
definitely never won before. And like most of half of my matches, I won like six love, six love, or something like that. So like everything that I had lost, my my uh, motor skills, I I got back and then some, and and then also I went to without any training really. I went to try a Cooper test. I don't know. Do you, do you have a Cooper test? The the kind of test where you run in uh, twelve minutes. You have twelve minutes time to run as long as you can. We as far as you can. So not exactly. In high school soccer, varsity soccer, we used to have to run uh, two miles in twelve minutes, which was uh, the 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 dread of my preseason training, and usually ended with me finishing the last uh, couple laps with a, a simultaneous sensation that I needed to vomit and, and, uh, crap my pants. But, um, I've never done it where it's, you just see how far you can run in 12 minutes, but it was pretty much the same type of test. Yeah. I mean, when I was doing sports, um, I would, my record was, uh, to 2000, uh, 3,250 meters, which is pretty much like, uh, two miles, maybe something okay. like that. And I, then, uh, yeah. yeah, but, but then after getting myself in, uh, getting my health back without training, without really doing sports, I just went to the track and I went, uh, 200 meters more, which was like, uh, 3,450. So that was pretty cool. I probably couldn't do that that much at, at this moment. I, I weigh a bit more now also, but but it was pretty cool to see things like that. So whenever somebody is feeling like, oh, no, I have this diagnosis and I want to get rid of it, I, I, I want to tell them that, are you sure? Like, I, I don't want to get rid of anything. I just want to be in much better shape than I was ever before. Yes, yes, <laughs> but, I love that. Yeah, because yeah, health is such a dynamic thing. It's not just whether you have something or not. It's, it's a dynamic thing. It's a very, yeah, there's so much more to it than we can ever know. There's one more thing that I want to add to something that we yeah. talked previously. You, I really like your spiritual perspective that everything happens for a reason, and whenever life gives gives you a challenge, you you are you have whatever you need to to win over that. But uh, and I always thought thought like that. Uh, and then I was watching a video by Ty Lopez maybe two years ago, and and Ty gave another perspective, a very cynical one, but also. Uh, very considerable one that uh, when you actually look at most people, most people don't end up very good. So the point of Ty Lopez was that you should be maybe not not too scared, but you should be like you should you should use that a bit as a motivation. Like the universe is not going to make sure that you're going to end up good. Like right. if you don't do anything, that can happen. So that was a really good point too. Uh, for for so many times in my path, I felt this like supernatural kind of guidance and, and very like unbelievable things happen. Like I, I feel like I'm guided and all of that. But then also there's, there's this part of me uh, using whatever uh, emotions that I have to just push forward, basically. Yeah. So, so there's, there's both and you will need both. Some people I, go too much in that direction that I will just have to wait for the guidance by the universe. And then like five years goes by and nothing happens. I, I've seen that also. I, I have as well. And I think I, I reflect on that often because it seems like the ingredients, like it's a lot like baking a cake and some of the ingredients you need to do the right hard things 
every day. You know, the things that, that help you evolve physically and, and, and spiritually and emotionally, like it's hard for me to meditate, but I, I approach things from a place of greater alignment when I do. So if I carve out that 10 minutes per day, like today I was in the sauna, I just set the timer for 10 minutes, wrap my phone in a towel and then did my thing and logged the time. But it was hard for me to do it, right? I know the rest of the day is going to go better. Getting a workout in, you know, getting the sauna in that I mentioned, finishing with a cold shower. These are all things that are challenging and uncomfortable, but produce a better, uh, I, I, the way that I show up in life that day and that week when I'm doing those things is improved. It's elevated. Right. And then, um, and then also having a trust for the things that we don't control, you know, then having this, okay, it, it, it happens for a reason. I'm going to surrender to that. I'm going to focus on the things that I can control. And, um, and you look at a lot of these, the, the great athletes, they're competitive. You know, LeBron James is back in the gym a couple of days after he wins a championship. Michael Jordan would would imagine his uh, his competitors training and not working him. And that that fear was part of what what drove them. So I think it's like this combination of like fear, doing the right hard things and then being wise enough to identify what you don't control and surrendering to that. And when all that comes together, it, it usually results in um, a, a continuous, um, not necessarily linear, but a continuous ascension. Yeah, very, very well said. We could be talking with the same words about anything. Now we're talking about healing. But it, mm -hmm. it's a similar process like anything that's very demanding. And mm -hmm. you will need to get a lot of pieces right. Yep. What, what do you do differently than most people? Whether it's nutrition, the way that you set up your living environment. We've covered some of the psychology that differentiates you from, from people who may surrender to a diagnosis. But tell me, what, what are some of the things that you do differently? <laughs> that's such a great question. I mean, where do I start? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <coughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, well, for example, uh, the place I'm at right now, uh, this is a, a friend of mine. I had never met her before. Uh, she's one of the people who are following my social media. And she was like, yeah, she's going to give me her keys. And now I'm here. Mm -hmm. I, I hadn't met her before. And uh, we had a great time with her and, and her, her boyfriend and, and also... Uh, another uh, woman that, that I met just like just recently and we had just an amazing great time and people in Finland don't don't really do like that they <laughs> uh, yeah they don't form relation deep relationships that that fast um, the reason I can do it nowadays I never I didn't start out as a people person <laughs> at all I was very awkward socially still am to some extent but uh, for example the way I do social media it's kind of based on, I would say, first principles in, an, in the way that Elon Musk uses the word. Like, he, he's not going to look at what other people have done. He's not going to look at the average cost or the lowest cost of rockets. He's going to look at the first physical principles that, okay, uh, like how much energy, according to physics, do we need to lift this much material up and uh, that, that kind of thing. And then he can uh, get the theor theoretical uh, lowest possible level And that can be like thousand times less than than the best efforts nowadays. So it's kind of the same for me. Uh, I don't look. I'm maybe I'm a bit autistic <laughs> in that way that I'm. I don't naturally look 
at what other people do. And I don't feel like I have to do things the same way. So I can kind of ignore the bad habits of the culture and create my own without really asking or needing any permission. Uh, I'm 36. I shouldn't be living like this. I, I should be home. I should be at work. But I'm having fun at this Rovaniemi place uh, with people I didn't know like a month ago. So um, that, that's the same. Same with everything. Like, for example, I... I know that I shouldn't eat with my hands, but I like to do it that way. So I, I do it often. And uh, like uh, today or yesterday, I was I was explaining to my new friend that I like the kinds of meals that I don't have to prepare. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I was just there was this fish that I was eating with my bare hands, and then there was sauerkraut, kimchi type of sauerkraut. And then there was uh, organic rucola or some kind of green, strong tasting greens there, and I was just <laughs> just munching on those. So so I do everything differently. If it, like I start with first principles, and my first principle is that do I like this and is this good for me? And I don't care much about anything else. Do I do I do I like this and is it good for me? Uh, sometimes I also can do things that I don't like at the moment so much like like your meditation i can do a bit of those but mostly i look for things that are like uh appealing and enticing to me so that i will kind of gravitate to them or do those quite naturally without much willpower and and then just make sure that they are of such quality that they are good for me for example if i crave candy uh it's probably not good for me, but uh, if I crave the same candy and I have this, then it's a better idea. So that is that's the the, the puti rhodiola with uh, some superfood honey. Yes, yes. P P U H T I. Is that available in the U.S.? Uh, actually, are... the the, uh, the brand is Arctic Warriors. Arctic Warriors. All right, Arctic Warriors puti. Yeah, it's probably not available there, but you probably can find them in most biohacking events, at least in Finland. Yeah, uh, you guys yeah. have some so, great some great stuff at those events. Yeah, I mean, just amazing, like super inspiring. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, what I do differently, like everything I said there was completely different and much different than many people would have expected. Many people would expect that, okay, this guy, this only with the MS diagnosis, poor him, like he must be living a very limited life. He must be thinking about his health all the time and not doing anything fun ever. So it's complete opposite. It's complete opposite because you can have like... Uh, you can have like this fourfold square, like for example, like like these things up here are good for you, and these things are here are things that you like to do. So you're, you're creating you like a like an x and y axis, where like on on the x axis you have like pleasure, pleasure, okay, and and then y axis is like is it good for you? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so so you always look for the let's say upper right corner where you combine mm -hmm. those. So I always look for that in in everything. In, mm -hmm. in my even supplements, but my foods, but also my, shall we say, workout or or whatever. My workout is so that I I don't do workout because it's not upper right corner for me. It might be good for me, but it's uh, it's a bit demanding, and I have to schedule time for it. And it's not a win 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 in in every race. But mm -hmm. I'm I'm in a pretty good condition because, like for example, yesterday uh, we went to the Santa Claus Park or something like that. 
and we stayed like maybe three hours just uh like we found some some sleighs and then we were like using them as snowboards and, and doing all sorts of crazy fun and i still have like uh, bruises around my body because we were having a bit too much fun but but that was my workout uh and and that that was upper right corner because it, it didn't take anything away from me it it wasn't unpleasurable it was very pleasurable but also i didn't even have to schedule or take time for it it was just like we were there anyway and mm -hmm. we were having fun anyway but doing physical things in in that setting made it even more fun so i think that's the by far the biggest thing that i do completely differently than most people would and totally differently than most people would ever think to do let alone think that uh, um, a person with a chronic condition like me would ever do like my, my life is so rid ridiculously fun often and when it isn't it just means that i haven't innovated <laughs> enough in some area of my life yet yeah it the the two things that i'm really gathering from from what you just shared are you've you've heightened your intuition. You know, you're checking in with yourself very regularly, even, even. At yeah. This, how does, as, how does this affect me? And also mm -hmm. do I enjoy this? Yeah. I, yes. I look for those both in, inside me because that's the only place where you can look for those. Yes. Yeah. And, and you're, and so you're, you're turning up the intuition and then you're also intentionally creating and I say creating because it's like you've taken creating responsibility. And searching and looking for and testing and trying out and all of that. Yeah. You're creating more joy in your life. Yeah. And like and also and more, also more benefit. Yeah. yeah more benefit. Both. Yeah. Is this, Both is this going time. to benefit yeah. me long-term? Is it going to be fun right now where this, this isn't, this differs from, you know, back in, you know, the early two thousands when, when you received that label and you kind of just went off traveling. Right. And then you're yeah. kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm over this. It's, you know, I've, I've, I've sort of done the hedonistic thing and, you know, went and like checked a whole bunch of bucket list boxes. And now you're weaving it in where it's things that bring you joy now multiple times throughout the day, even if it's a brief moment, but then they also benefit you long-term and, and, and help you to have more happiness, which I think is like, um, a, a bit of a more long-term reflection of many moments of joy. Um, you know, compounded. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So that's, yeah. that's fast. There, there is, there is a happiness bank account in, in a way, I think, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And it's, it's lots of little joy deposits. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that the, really one of the main things is that it's very easy to maintain habits that come naturally for you and you, that you feel drawn to. Mm -hmm. So that's why I like easy and pleasurable habits more than, difficult and unpleasurable habits just because of course joy is good happiness is good but also it's just those are the ones that will maintain themselves without my supervision in a way as long as i just uh, uh, make sure that they are also good for me so that's why i'm always trying to find those upgrades not not try to uh keep myself from doing something bad but but just uh, trying to find a better option and if it doesn't exist in the market. I will work with some co companies to create it, for example, or I, I will I will search, I will innovate, I will help, help companies innovate, whatever. That's the way I want to create a sort of paradise for myself in this in this world and in this life, step by step. Uh, just finding out something that I don't like about life yet so much, 
and then trying to find the upper right corner solution or create create it with with the team, for example. What and then but, then once we have the solution, then it's all about spreading it to the culture at large, so yeah. that I also can go anywhere and people also people are already doing it there for example it was very difficult for me to like my my life wasn't so free and so happy for a long time because i still had to pay a lot of attention to my nutrition i had to prepare whenever i would go anywhere because if i went to people's homes uh, they would have white sugar they would have white flour and not not so much else you, you know what i mean you know mm. and uh and now nowadays i can go to people's homes and even if they are normal people, even if they aren't biohackers or some weird health nut people, they will have kombucha in their in their uh, fridge instead of soda and, and things like that. But also, if I go to uh, wherever I go, I can find so so much better food nowadays. So, in a way, I feel like my work, some of my work, is done there already. I'm pretty happy about the state of the. Of, of, of the food thing here in Finland. This episode is also brought to you by Buy Optimizers and the Biohacking Secrets Upgraded Digestion Package. So if any of you guys are dealing with suboptimal digestion, characterized by gas, bloating, your stomach feeling distended or like it's sticking out after certain meals, if you get sluggish, if you deal with constipation or diarrhea, you're gonna wanna pay attention because it usually comes down to one of three things being off. The first is low stomach acid production, the second is low enzyme production, and the third is gut dis dysbiosis, meaning you have too many of the quote unquote bad bugs in your gut and not enough of the good ones. And the Bioptimizers Biohacking Secrets Upgraded Digestion Package addresses all of these root causes of suboptimal digestion. It's the best value you could possibly get if you are looking to take 30 days and turn your digestion completely around. And you can get that for just 177 bucks. It's usually 270 bucks by going to buyoptimizers.com forward slash biohacks. That's B I O P T I M I Z E R S dot com forward slash B I O H A C K S to check out the exclusive biohacking secrets upgraded digestion package for just 177 bucks today. So rather than you trying to change yourself and, and, and asking questions like, what do I need to do differently to be less affected by some of these processed foods, you focused on expanding the, the collective consciousness so that more and more yeah. people are adopting healthy foods. And then you're looking for these, you're seeing these examples where you show up to someone's house and, and people today have more healthy foods and things that you can pick from where maybe that wasn't in the past. So like you're looking to affect, um, you know, the collective consciousness rather than like, I need to do all this work for myself so that I'm, uh, less reactive to foods that aren't perfect. Exactly. I'm trying to always expand my bubble of joy and my bubble of freedom and, and the, the area where I can operate in this world without the care. I like yeah. it. I like it. What, what products and supplements do you find yourself recommending the most that you also use yourself? Yeah, let's see. Uh, magnesium. Mm -hmm. I think that's, yeah, that goes do, without do saying. Do you use uh, magnesium glyconate or magnesium malate? Mm. This has both and also three. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, three and eight. Three and eight. The, no, uh, the no. one. That... 
No, that's that's not allowed in Finland. Uh, Tour oh. rate. This is tour rate. Okay. All right. Nice. And glycinate and mallet. Yeah. So nice. it's pretty nice and no ex- nothing else. So okay. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a Buddhist Buddhist company, and uh, the, this uh, B complex from the same Buddhist company. I was uh, a part of the team developing this, so we just wanted to put the best forms of anything that we could <laughs> find here. So. But uh, yeah, B complex is something that I find myself recommending. And omega threes. This is a krill oil. What do you think about krill oil? Because I'm still not sure. In my mouth, it tastes like it's rancid. But also, I've heard that uh, krill oil, like there, there is this. Maybe it has to do with the phospholipids or something that it, it's supposed. It is supposed to feel kind of like that in the mouth. So I, I don't know. This makes me feel pretty good. So. So I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm Personally, I um I love omega threes. When with myself and with clients, we usually go to uh, a, a high DHA omega three. The one the one that we recommend is, is Nordic Naturals Pro DHA one thousand, and then and then Nordic Naturals is great. Yeah, yeah they're great. Nordic Naturals they're 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 awesome. I have never responded great to krill oils, um, or even like high dose astaxanthin, which is. Well, uh, low dose astaxanthin is included in the krill oil, but my body's never yeah. responded, never responded great to it. So I, I tend to go back to the, uh, yeah, yeah. There's Dr. Mercola's astaxanthin, which is amazing for eye health and and as a, as a, a carotenoid and, and antioxidant for scavenging free radicals. But um, I've noticed I experienced a, a dip in libido and uh, and and some other things that just I'm not crazy about. So. Um, I don't include it too much in my in my protocols. Yeah, I feel the same. I uh, this was another this and the vitamin E are the two ones that I'm testing right now that I didn't like that much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I love I love phospholipids and things that tend to um, tend to improve the the lipid bilayer and integrity of like of this cell. But I go more towards like a, a, a sunflower lecithin, a phosphatidylserine, you know, the, the phosphatidylcholine, which is in the in the sunflower lecithin, and uh, and then you know the magnesiums and certain certain types of calcium in small amounts. I, I, I like those more for um, which which calcium because I I should probably do that that also. So there's a um, there's a membrane complex product that I take that has a little bit of uh, of magnesium and um, and calcium in there. Let me see if I can if I can pull it up here and get the exact name for you. Um, yeah, it's so it's by Advanced Research and it was formulated by Hans Nieper, MD, N I E P E R. It's called membrane. So complex. is it cal- calcium AEP maybe? Amino ethyl phosphate. It it is yes yep exactly and and so it's like four two capsules contains four hundred milligrams of uh, calcium two AEP magnesium two AEP and potassium two uh, AEP yeah I, I will get that it it does have some excipients but I I will have to live with that yeah I take it periodically I don't take it all the time I cycle it in and 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 I'm pretty regular with phosphatidylcholine phosphatidylserine and and some of those other uh phospholipids along with the DHA and I eat, I eat a lot of wild caught fish and then on the metal side just do regular detoxification to keep the metals moving and make sure my liver's working properly Yeah calcium AEP was actually one of the first supplements that I pumped into when searching things for the internet mm-hmm. that is ms specific it's specific mm-hmm. for the myelin sheath 
Yeah. Should be. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. All right, my man, we got a couple rapid fire questions. Oh, you got more. You got more. Please. Sorry. Yeah. Keep going. Z- zinc. I was also designing this one. It's uh, zinc picolinate and a few other forms and also some amino acids and things like that there to increase the absorption. So zinc is something I do every day, like I do magnesium. Nice. And then I, I carry my fats, uh, coconut oil and uh, ghee. It's just so, so easy to add these to anything and mm-hmm. make the whatever meal a bit more keto. Mm-hmm. On the and what, what tends to happen too is like uh, when, when we first start eating healthy, we become aware of the things that, you know, some of the problem foods, the processed stuff, the sugar and the junk, and we cut those out. And then it's a big source of our calories has now fallen by the wayside. You can make up for that caloric shortfall with some of these healthy fats, like the, you know, the coconut oil and the ghee and um, make sure that you're not just dropping a ton of weight and, and, and feeling like the skeleton in the background there. Yeah. And I mean, for me personally, in my healing and healing the nervous system, it has been so important to get a lot of the good fats and and kind of drive the bad ones out mm-hmm. of my diet and out of my body. It's been yep. very important. You you love this. <laughs> Say hello to Wade. Oh uh, yeah. What's up? Shout out to, to Wade Lightheart and the Bioptimizers team. We've got masszymes there. And then what's, what's the other one? Uh, K Apex. It's, it's not allowed in Finland, so I shouldn't have this. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that's a bioptimizers product? Bioptimizers, it's like uh, very much uh, four different kinds of lipases, and then also some proteases. So it's like for the keto diet. Okay, but it's nice. But it's also something that if you take it on an empty stomach in the morning, it will give you a lot of energy. There's, for example, carnitine there and things like that. Oh, very cool. All right. So it's got things for, for fatty acid, uh, metabolization and, and yeah. it's, it's kind of like mass zymes, but for people that are eating a, a, a ketogenic nutritional template. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they will probably advise you to take both, even if you're eating keto, but okay. yeah, I've, <laughs> I've ordered a ton of, ton of from, from this company because I, yeah, I really like this. Yeah, Buy makes some fantastic products. They've been a, a sponsor on the podcast. I've I've used their uh, their digestive reset protocol with many clients, and, and we've had some great success wow. with it. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And yeah. then there's also an electrolyte powder, um, which I was also designing, and uh, it it has like uh, magnesium, potassium, and also salt, but uh, different kinds of forms, pretty good forms. And also some, some other things there. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's big. I'm, I'm finding a lot of people are deficient in electrolytes these days. Yeah. And, I, and, and I'm not sure if it's the, you know, the, the, the paleo nutrition template and the, the ketogenic nutrition template, which just, we know just increases our demand of, and, and you know, our body's um, utilization of electrolytes where we need to make sure we're taking more in, or if it has something to do with, with heavy metals and, and the body's processes for buffering, um, you know, certain, uh, certain oxidizes, uh, oxidizers and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. it, one of the signs that we need more electrolytes is just that we're going to the bathroom all the time. And, uh, so that if, if that's affecting anyone listening may just be as simple as up in your electrolytes. Yeah. I mean, people from this product, I've heard more feedback than from, I think anything like maybe ever just, uh, giving this to a friend and then having them call me like, what did you give me? Like, where do I get more of that? And these are all from like, Pudistamo? 
Yeah, yeah. Man, I have maybe, maybe maybe half half of my stuff is maybe from Buddhistama. Uh, yeah, the ones that Buddhistama doesn't have yet, or that we haven't designed or brought to the market yet. Those I order usually from from iHerb or from directly from the manufacturers. Then there's also vitamin C. It's like half half synthetic, half uh, natural. Also some sodium ascorbate there to make it easier. So. Yeah, that's that's nice. And then there's also coll- collagen powder. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's a good idea to have some of that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like if I, for example, here, um, this the tap water here in Rovaniemi is really good. So I uh, I find the biggest biggest jug that I can find, and then I put some electrolyte there, and then sometimes I put a bit bit of collagen there also, and just keep drinking that. So yeah. It's nice and easy. Then I also have. I don't find myself recommending this too much because some people, uh, some things are pretty difficult to order to Finland. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the ancestor, ancestral supplements. Grass-fed uh, trachea is that? That's from an- ancestral nutrition. Yeah, ancestral supplements is the is the company. Ancestral so, supplements. Uh, yeah, actually, here I have a mix. It's just one of those. I, I have many, many different uh, freeze-dried uh, beef organs here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy, especially when you're traveling, to get some of some of those organ meats that you just don't get too much of normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is fantastic. Last, last two questions. Do you have for- one more uh, oh, activated um- charcoal? That's that's always that's a staple. Nice. Activated charcoal. Yeah. And you take that to bind to toxins and and help move them out of the body. Yeah, pretty much like like Dave Asprey would. Sometimes just taking a few of those before going to sleep, and mm. uh, whenever I'm feeling, yeah, um, yeah, it's, uh, I I do a lot of that. It's okay. I think it's really good. And then there's also uh, John Barron is a is a good guy, and his mm. baseline nutritionals. Here's a metal magic, which is for heavy metal, especially mercury removal, especially from the brain. So there's mm-hmm. cilantro, there's chlorella, and then there's fulvic acid. So mm-hmm. this is good one. Nice. And of course, you will always need to have your men's formula and then also the women's formula. So it's just <laughs> re- super strong herbal extracts to feel a bit more like a man. The, the the women's formula you're carrying that around as uh, as a gift. You, did you take it? Uh, no, I, I don't take it, but but it it has an unadvertised effect of um, maybe how should I say it? You probably know what I'm what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean anything that has has to do with with the with the hormones. It's 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 always. A lot more fun that way. <laughs> All right, yeah. interesting. So you use the women's formula for like for some of the hormonal effects? No, I mean I, I don't use, but but uh, oh, okay. let's say if I, if I'm with with someone special, then maybe she might use it. Okay. All right, I got you. So it is something that that your friends can take advantage of. All right, very cool. Um, yeah. Do you have any recommendations yeah, for for people like some of our our friends and clients live in? countries that have similar regulations to Finland and they want to get certain supplements and nutraceuticals and vitamins in, but do you have any recommendations for ways to work around those systems? Yeah. I mean, one is to uh, look for the nearest biohacker summit and then mm-hmm. have, have a lot of cash 
in there and buy supplements for the whole year. And okay. That's, that's something that I'm, I'm going to be doing. And, and then there's also, like, for example, these baseline nutritionals I cannot order from the United States, but just, I just Google uh, baseline nutritionals EU. And then mm-hmm. I find like one or two places and then order from there. So the same with ancestral supplements. And actually nowadays, the, in their own website, I think they have a link for the for the EU thing. And also, I could just maybe uh, write them an email and ask, how can I get these to Finland? And they will probably be glad to help. There you go. All right. So- but of course, there's also like, for example, I shouldn't have this. This is mm-hmm. like so illegal in Finland. Full spectrum uh, CBD. Yeah. And this is maybe not quite as illegal, but it's uh, just CBD. Okay. And uh but yeah, there's always ways. There's always ways. So find find your closest biohacker summit and then stock up for the year. Contact the companies, let them know, you know, that you would that you're interested in their products and ask if they have any recommendations for how to get them. Yeah, actually exactly, because companies are always looking for <laughs> for, for customers. So if you're so enthusiastic as to actually write them an email and ask them to help you out, then if I was the company, I'd be like I want to help this person because they're like so they appreciate our work so much that they yeah. want to go the extra mile to, to get our products. It's also the same with uh, if I want some really high quality product, um, not from the supermarket, but from the uh, local farmers. It's their problem how they will get it to me mm-hmm. because they are incentivized to find customers who, who appreciate them. So if I'm like, hey, I'm a customer who really appreciates your work. They're like, okay, we'll hook you up, you know? Yep. Yep. There's, there's a big lesson here. And that is like speaking what you want uh, to create in your life or like what you would like more of in your life into existence. There's, there's a place called Acumedical in Boynton that's right by me. And they have, they have ozone, but they were only doing saline ozone, right? So they would ozonate uh, saline water. And then, you know, then you would, that would be administered via IV, but personally, and, and what, you know, the work that we do with clients, we do a lot more with blood ozone, major odd hemotherapy, where you take some blood out, you ozonate the blood, run it through a, a UV light in this process wow. called ultraviolet blood radiation, and, and then put it back in. We found that to work much better. So I tried the saline because I wanted to be open-minded, didn't experience the same benefits or the same lift. So I said to them, and I was like, hey, when are you guys going to get some major odd hemotherapy with ultraviolet light in here? I call them a couple, like a week ago. And, uh, they're like, Hey, we've got it. Come on in, you know? And so if, when we, they would have no idea if I hadn't voiced that. And a lot of these companies would, would not uh, realize that there was demand and interest in some of these things. So just encouraging all you guys listening to put it out there. And it doesn't mean that it's going to manifest in hundred percent of the, these situations, but it is a much higher probability of coming into your life than if you don't say anything at all. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the same for everything. Like the key to getting anything in life is to take steps that way because that's what most people don't do. And there's, there's a good reason for that. I remember feeling so brain fogged and so tired that I I, I wouldn't, I, and so uh, distracted by all sorts of distractions that I would have these ideas and not just be able to move toward that. But when I uh, eliminate all the social media apps from my phone for a while and and I just like I just lie down as long as I need to. And then when I have the energy, I just take one step toward that. Maybe writing an email, maybe calling somebody, maybe Googling something, maybe mm-hmm. 
ordering a book, whatever you do. And then taking enough of those steps will get you there. And it doesn't, it's easier than than people would think. Uh, Brian Tracy said one day that if you just study something for one hour a day, then mm-hmm. in three years you will be a local expert, and uh, five in five years you will be a national name, and in seven years you will be an international name, and mm-hmm. like only one hour. But yeah, that's all it takes because most people, mostly we are so ineffective, we don't even go for our dreams even one focused hour a day. Mm-hmm. Or, or whatever it is in our life that we should pay attention to. But if we just do it, then we will make prog- progress. So it's very simple. I love it. Anyone listening, whatever your dream is, take a little bit of action towards it today. And yeah, like tomorrow. one one hour of uh, focused action, whatever you think will get you in that direction. Mm-hmm. One, one focused hour a day and you will get there. That's I, I've used a lot, of, a lot of that. Like, for example, when I was feeling all those symptoms of MS, I would study one hour a day of health and then maybe spend another hour uh, imp- implementing those things and, and maybe maybe another hour, for example, um, like co- cooking or going for groceries, like th- three hours a day. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it, it took me quite far, quite soon. Quite when you, when yeah. you look at the fact that most of us have at least... 16, probably more because very few people are sleeping a full eight hours. There's still a lot of day left there. Beautiful. Yeah. Ali Posi, this has been a wonderful conversation. I appreciate you taking the time to connect and, and share some of your journey with everyone. Where can people who have enjoyed this conversation follow you on social media, uh, pick up pick up your books and, and stay uh, stay in the loop with cool things you're working on with uh, Pudistamo and, and some of these other superfood companies that you're aligned with? Yeah, well, still, all of my stuff is in Finnish language, so that's that's quite a barrier. Mm-hmm. But I do have a webpage, uh, onlyposti.com, and there's like one or two articles maybe there. <laughs> that That's all that I have at the, at the moment, unfortunately. But yeah, next next year I'll, I will have more. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram, Oli Posti Instagram, and uh, you you will see uh, what's going on in my life and uh, when I will uh, come come out of out of my cave and uh, do more things in English. Love it, love it. O l l i p o s t i on Instagram and oliposti.com. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. I've appreciated this conversation conversation so much. I got a lot of value from it. And uh, I think our listeners have as well. Thank you, brother. Yeah. And thanks for your amazing podcast. I've been going through a lot of those episodes and I will continue to do that. It's full of gems. So, oh, nice. Thank you very much. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if I, if, if your podcast existed like 15 years ago when I was at my, at my lowest, I, it wouldn't have taken me that many years to figure things out. So thanks for making it so much easier for so many people who are in <laughs> in similar uh, situation in their lives. Thank like, you. Like we have been. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that. That's been a big part of our mission. Like when I was, you know, when I was my most frustrated, I just said I wanted to create a book and resources so that people didn't have to suffer the way that I was, that I was suffering and experience the frustration the way that I was experiencing at that point in time. So if, it, it, to hear that that's happening is fantastic. And for anyone listening that has benefited at all from this episode or, at, or any episode of the Biohacking Secret Show podcast, uh, our, our one ask is to uh, leave us a review 
on Apple Podcasts and, uh, and you know, five-star would be ideal, but whatever you feel uh, authentic and aligned with, that would be appreciated. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ali. What's up, guys? Anthony here, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show. One of my favorite things to do is helping men and women like you feel what it's like with the body you've always wanted and all-day energy that starts the moment you wake up and doesn't quit. Over the past decade, we've created a proprietary health assessment that helps me to identify the unique toxicities and deficiencies that may be holding you back from the life that you deserve. And what we've discovered in doing this with now thousands of CEOs, executives, professional athletes, businessmen, Hollywood celebrities, and entrepreneurs is that there's always room for improvement and optimization. Whether you're already performing at a high level or you have that feeling inside your heart that you're capable of more, the single fastest way to unlock your potential is to upgrade your mind and your body. And there's no program on earth that does that faster or to a greater magnitude than our one-on-one consulting program at www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. We start with our proprietary health assessment that screens you for vitamin deficiencies like A, D, magnesium, iron, etc., high cholesterol and heart disease, high blood pressure, digestive disorders, hidden infections like Lyme, Epstein-Barr, parasites, SIBO, Candida, and more that can just drain your energy in the background, especially if you don't know about them. Anxiety, depression, and cognitive disorders, autoimmune disease, adrenal fatigue, thyroid issues, mold toxicity, heavy metals, environmental toxins, and other genetic risk factors like MTHFR, APOE status, your glutathione production, and many more. We even recommend the specific tests that I use with my one-on-one clients if they're relevant for you in figuring out your biological age and identifying those key areas and opportunities that can take your life to the next level. From there, we create a customized game plan along with a personalized supplement protocol to help you optimize your weight and energy at the cellular level. And for our platinum clients, we even include a personalized workshop with me in Delray Beach, Florida. Most of the year, this program's full with a waiting list, but we just had a couple spots open up and I wanted to offer them to the listeners of the Biohacking Secrets show first. So if you're interested in seeing what it might look like for us to work together, head over to www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. That's www.biohackingsecrets.com forward slash C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G and fill out the short application form. If you're pre-approved, you'll be given the opportunity to book a time to connect with someone on our team and see if it's a fit. Thank you so much for being a part of this community, and I look forward to potentially going on this journey together. 